You're listening to the Take It From Us podcast, where creative entrepreneurs learn to lean into their passions and create a thriving business that impacts in a big way. Hosted by Don Charles and Emily Majors, two photographers turned educators here to help you cultivate your dream career. We'll share our mistakes and successes, both professionally and personally, so that you can rise where we fell, find inspiration within our wins, and fast track to your brightest future. Ready to be bold in your transformation and take your business to the next level? Take it from us. It all starts here. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the Take It From Us podcast. I am your host, Emily Majors, here with my co-host, Don Charles. Hi, Don. Hi, Emily. <laughs> and our amazing guests today, Daniel and Shelby Robinson of Vibe Creative. Hello, friends. Welcome to the show. Hi, hello, friends. Hello. Wow, that's Daniel mocking me. <laughs> We're off to a no, great start. No, I would never. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, that's about wraps it up for today. Um, <laughs> Tune in next week. Tune in I next think this week. This is the first time we've had four people. Whoa. On an episode, right? First for everything. So raise your hand if you need to say something, okay? (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Um, Well, Shelby and I are married, so we are one. (laughs) (laughs) There's three people. Three of us, one buddy. Dear God, no, no. Oh, my gosh. Well, on that note, um, Daniel, Shelby, why don't you give us a brief introduction to the famous vibey (laughs) duo? Or should I say the the one? Yeah, right? (laughs) Ew, I hate it. Uh, well, obviously, as per mentioned, we are married. Um, yeah, we've been married almost four years. Yep. And we also own a business together. We do photography and video for mostly weddings, but we also do some brand, like commercial work as well. Um, yeah, been shooting weddings for like 10 years and been, we started off doing it separately and then we met in film school and kind of like started second shooting for each other for free while dating and then eventually we're like, hey, this is kind of working out. Why don't we? <laughs> we're good at this. Yeah, let's start a business. And why don't we get married while we're at it? <laughs> so what? Cheers. At what point? Because I met you guys when I was shooting. I was the photographer at a wedding, and you guys were the videographers. But you were just dating at this point. Was this like a free gig? Mm-hmm. Did you just meet prior? Now I'm blanking on like how long you guys been together at that wedding. Yeah, that, yeah, was, that was. Was that one of our first weddings? That was, I think, like our first or second wedding together. You're kidding. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So I think Amazing. it was one that I had booked. <laughs> Um, it definitely was because I went to high school with the, yeah. the groom and yeah, brought you along and we met you, Emily, and we we're like, this girl's pretty Love cool. Love at first we sight. Remember her. <laughs> Love at first, first sight. It was me. It's right? so true. And but it was mutual. I did shoot your Oh, wedding. you loved us too? Oh, yeah, I did. I was like, I want to hang out with them. And I was like, are you two together? Is this? And then the we hell? were like, let's go on a road trip. And then here oh, we yeah, are. Oh yeah. And then here we are. <laughs> Um, no, that was just interesting that you said that because I remember working with you guys, but like I didn't know at what point in your relationship you were at yet. You obviously weren't that was engaged very early yet, on. So. Yeah, it was like a few months into our relationship. Wow. 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 Nothing like weddings <laughs> to bring you together, you know? Oh, am I right? And tear you apart. <laughs> Seriously. Nope. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I love it. You guys have a podcast that you just mentioned before we started recording about the good, bad, and ugly of weddings. So we're going to talk about that a little bit more. But before we get into that, can you just talk a little more about what it's like to work together as a husband and wife team? Because Tommy and I have talked about this before and he's like, I would absolutely never do that. So I always have so much respect for people who are able to pull that off. So I'd love to hear a little bit of insight into what that's like. I love, we get this question a lot, actually, like how, like every time at a wedding, I swear there's some bridesmaid that's like, how do you do it? How do you work with your husband? Um, But honestly, I feel like we don't know any different. Mm -hmm. We started working together, like obviously soon into our relationship. So that's kind of always been like, I guess our groundwork. Yeah. So I feel like imagining it any other way seems so hard. Like I can't imagine doing a different job than you. Yeah. I definitely like, it's not for every couple. And I think try it out, but you'll quickly find out whether it's not for you. Um, but yeah, we just, our personalities like complement each other so well to where like you're more of a people person and I'm more of like the logistical type of minded person. And mm-hmm. like, yeah, we're, we're just able to like split tasks really easily, but we also have very similar skills because we're both like trained in 
filmmaking and photography. So like on a wedding day, she can hand me a photo camera and I'm shooting like details of the reception on photo and video while she's doing like family photos or something. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're kind of able to like split duties easily and I don't know. It's fun. We literally <laughs> spend 24-7 together. It's and true. we're not sick of each other yet. So <laughs> we'll Four see years in. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that because Jeff has tried to persuade me to work. Like once the – like <laughs> when he was trying to switch jobs from his old job, he literally sat me down like like an investor. I feel like he was like, look, this is how we can work together. This is how this will work out, blah, blah, blah. And then the pandemic hit and I was like, you literally are not quitting your job. <laughs> so just stop. <laughs> he was it. so sad about it. But he also like feels the same way where he's like, that would be a lot. I don't know about That's that. So, so he likes coming. Tommy is like the actual opposite where he's like, listen, we can never work together. And like, <laughs> I'm also the same way towards Tommy because when he's home, because he has a weird schedule. So like when I'm working and he's home and he just like peeks his head into my office or like goes outside the window and just like waves at me. And he's like, do you want to like hang out and watch a show? And I'm like, no, go away. I'm working. Pretend I am off at an office somewhere and please stop. He's like, so what are you doing today? And I'm like, working and he's like well do you have to work or can you wait until I go to work at like noon and I'm like no I need to work like oh my gosh yeah we're just like bye love you see you later we can like connect on a personal level like outside of work but right now outside of work just like have my space please that's amazing we say that but we're like literally in the same office together and we'll put our headphones on like bye see you in a couple hours when I'm done editing this wedding like (laughs) oh my gosh no, Jeff just comes in and reads his book and on my couch in my office and just wants to be next <laughs> so to me. Oh, freaking love Jeff. Like Riding a little um, dog. <laughs> like a little dog. Oh, my gosh. No, so much more than a dog. But I do love working with him. When he does come along, it's so fun. And he, too, went to film school and has, like, such an eye for little things, like, little details does, of yeah. things. Mm-hmm. So it's so fun for me to, like, have him come along. I really love it. He's done his first paid second shooter gig. Like where like he was actually the legit second shooter and I think he had a mini stroke in the morning but then once we got into it he was like good to go so I would love it um but okay so you love working together you guys are really good at working together how do you separate your work life from your life outside of work when you're together like I know I know the answer to this question I think well then why don't you answer it yeah (laughs) I think I'll just go ahead and answer it for you guys no but I also know that you have a lot of the same community like your your friends are the same like I don't ever see you guys like I'm gonna go do this and I'm gonna go do this like separately so yeah I I think we could do more of that like I was just gonna say that (laughs) you know hanging with the boys hanging with the girls for sure but yeah I think our lives are just it's a very unique situation we have I think we're Like, we don't take it for granted. But Mm -hmm. for us, the biggest thing that helped was, like, separating our physical spaces. Like, when we first got married, we were in, like, a 800-square-foot apartment. It was, like, kind of a studio style, so there were no doors, no walls. And that, like, quickly got to us because we would, like, lift our head up from our bed and our desk. Our camera equipment was all just, like, right there. And it wasn't until we moved into the space we're in now where it's like a two-story thing and we have like our office downstairs, our studio downstairs, and then like our living space upstairs. And we didn't realize like how nice that was just to like walk upstairs at the end of the day Mm -hmm. or shut the door or whatever and like be done with it and be like a married couple. We still don't have doors. It's still like studio living. (laughs) But but we have stairs. (laughs) Stairs we can go up. Yeah. There are doors to the bathroom. I would like to. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No locks, though. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes, there's locks. Oh, my um, God. But, yeah, that um, – and even, like, just creating, like, like office hours. We don't technically have office hours. L-O-L. Us- there's no <laughs> office hours in the Robinson home. No, there is. It's just, it's just different than normal 9 5 p.m. to 3 a.m. Right. Yeah, we work <laughs> late. Um, but that's the nice part of, like, being self-employed is we prefer sleeping in – we don't have kids yet, so and we can't sleep And having the in. same job, too, because if yeah. we didn't have the same job, we wouldn't be able to do this. Right. Yeah. But we, like, we'll enjoy the day, and then when it starts getting later in the day, then we'll work. So it's very unique. We're still on that, like, college schedule, but that's when we're, like, more creative. And, mm-hmm. yeah, like we said, that's the perks of, like, 
being your own boss is you can do that if you want. I love it. Um, Speaking of balancing things, you guys shoot both photo and video, which I've also always admired and had so much respect for because I feel like in my mind, it would be so hard to like switch gears back and forth, especially if you're doing, it's not just like one of you does photo and one of you does video. It sounds like you both do both. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You kind of mentioned that with like the details shooting and stuff. Um, Right. So can you talk more about what that's like just providing both services? Like, are you always doing both as a like collection or sometimes are you just doing one or the other and like how do you kind of split those roles and just like switch gears in your head throughout the day Mm -hmm. yeah yeah we I would say about like 80% of our weddings are where it's both of us I'm doing photo he's doing video but we like you know mix it up here and there depending on how crazy the timeline is but there are some weddings where we just do photo or just do video and it Mm -hmm. is kind of like you do have to get used to it I would say because if you switch your mindset like for instance, from photo to video, like you have to actually slow down, like take your shot or like get your shots because photo, you take it in like one two hundredth of a second or whatever, like mm-hmm. even quicker than that. And video, you have to like hold it for like five seconds. Yeah. So a lot of times, like when we first started doing this and I would be shooting video for Daniel, he'd be like, Shelby, you got to hold your shots. Like, yeah. come on, like I need more than just like one second of something. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I think I got it. But it's definitely tricky at first, but I think we've done it for so long that we just kind of have it down now. Yeah. And there's a lot of like benefits to it I think kind of yeah like like we said most of what we do now is Shelby is doing video or photo sorry and I'm doing video and it's just us two and for like most of the weddings that seems to work Mm -hmm. um and with that it's like not as much of a hassle for the bride and groom um or the couple to like have four cameras in their face and like you know that we're gonna work together because we are married (laughs) um as opposed to like hiring two people that may have different styles and maybe their personalities don't mesh. Mm-hmm. We've had that happen a lot of times and I'm sure you guys have too. Um, and yeah, like the, the style, like visual style and editing style is going to be pretty cohesive. Um, and you don't have pretty to cohesive. Like, I think it's pretty on point. I, I oh, would yeah. say we're pretty good at that. I think you guys <laughs> yeah. are uh, pretty good at making it. <laughs> Daniel's like, I mean, I have a few corrections, but it's fine. <laughs> but we'll also, literally we'll like fight over the colors of like greens or like right. skin tone. Sometimes we're like, no, that's too warm, and it's like one hundred difference of like white balance, and yeah. we'll sit there and fight about it. <laughs> I mean, I do the same thing. I do the same thing, <laughs> but just to myself. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Question, because you guys are both doing things, do you ever – and I, I think I already know the answer. I know the answer to all of these questions about your life. you so know really, so well. I feel like I could have just had a conversation with Dawn about you guys as well. <laughs> You're but, not wrong. But have you ever – actually, maybe I don't know the answer to this. Have you ever um, traveled separately to a wedding? Because God forbid you get in a car accident. You guys are photo and video. Do you have to like Dear travel – well, so I'm just morbid. saying, if something happens, <laughs> and then you, no one. I think no my concern would be like the one person who's in a car accident more so than like no one showing up to the wedding. <laughs> okay, everybody relax. At least I'm one of us deeply- is there. I'm still going to pull through, even though my husband is like in critical condition. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh Put it, this is a fender bender, okay? It's just causing you to be late. Okay. No one's dead. Okay. No one's injured. God forbid. All I'm saying is, <laughs> is there that pressure working together and being both that like if something were to happen, if traffic or if whatever, that like both medias of their wedding day like wouldn't be there yeah luckily that hasn't come up which is great (laughs) but I think like yeah we've we have like backups in place um we have like a little you know list of people we could call so like that's the importance of like community yeah for sure And let's, like, also, let's be real. Like, we're not going to travel separately to the same place, you know? Like, you guys are probably not <laughs> going to in L.A. We have to separate cars just in case. <laughs> in well, L.A. Money doesn't matter. Traffic. No carpooling. There has been times where we have to, like, split up, like, if guys and girls are getting ready at different right. locations. And you just can't work it out to where you go to both. Mm-hmm. But I feel like more so we've, like, changed our approach to where we're more involved with, like, the timeline process to where we're always together I like at the guys, then we go to the girls, and then, you know, we shoot details together, then we shoot the first look together, and like, yeah, 
I, I mean, you'd never shoot the first look separately, but sure, yeah. <laughs> anyway, like I would say, I think that's why with our package now we kind of have it as like ten hours is what comes with our mm-hmm. base combo is what we call it. It used to be eight, and we've slowly like made it to nine, and then now ten, and that just like helps the day not be all about the timeline and like so stressed about how do we fit everything mm-hmm. in when we only have one and one instead we just like make it longer so we're there all day and yeah. everything's going to get captured and there's really no worry necessarily that's smart but i mean if you guys are ever in the fender bender go ahead and add me to that call list <laughs> i just want to well, know number one i just want to know i'm not showing up i'm I not showing say, up yeah I'm emily has all this free time that she's just willing to sure. go to a <laughs> wedding at the drop of a hat for you guys anything Aww. I'll leave my wedding so that your wedding's <laughs> Bye. Let me just fly back from Italy real quick. <laughs> yeah, real quick. Hold on one second. Emily's sec. doing video all of a sudden. Has yeah. no idea yeah. what she's She's I like, you switch it right here, right? And then just like press this button. It's Hate like, to tell you guys. Does the red light mean it's going? Or The camera was never on. I'm so sorry. Oh that gives me anxiety thinking about that. I know. It's never going to happen. Okay. Moving on. Um, so obviously, you guys have your own podcast uh, called Unveiled with Vibey, and you guys talk about the unseen things in the wedding industry, and you share some pretty shocking <laughs> stories. So we want to know a little bit about these stories. So tell us, what is the craziest story you have from a wedding day, or just one that left you a bit shocked as a wedding vendor? Yes. This one, Great this question. is really hard to answer. I feel like we have so many stories, so it's hard to pick, like... Which one? And I'm sure you guys have like stories too. I'm, every vendor has like, yeah. you know, that one wedding or something. And I would say like we can narrow it down to two. Yeah. Well, I think first, like we want to clarify our podcast is like, it's pretty much like talking crap. I don't know if we can curse on this. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's, we, Speak we from talk, the heart, Daniel. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> we talk shit on the wedding industry, <laughs> but not about like couples. It's more about the vendors. Yeah. Because, like, I'm sure you know, you drive home from a wedding and you're just pissed at the coordinator or the videographer. Like, I'm sure you've had some bad videographer stories. Mm -hmm. And they're just, like, it's all about them. And they're just in your way and, like, oblivious, whatever. no respect for each other. So, we like, we would drive home from a wedding and just do that all the time. (laughs) And, like, we should, like, do something about this. So, now we do that into a microphone and try to make it like constructive a little bit so that's like what our podcast is about so most of the time we're talking bad about other vendors and like why they're not doing their jobs correctly and like making the day about themselves and not the couples without naming the vendors right we keep it anonymous as well unless we're talking about emily (laughs) Um, but and emily this one girl that um associate (laughs) shot for us and didn't turn the camera on good video oh my god no but specific stories I think the first one that comes to my mind is a coordinator most of them are about coordinators funny enough um but the couple was doing a first look the groom turns around he starts weeping like it's adorable like we're ugly crying yeah just sniffles and then within probably five seconds of him turning around they're still like trying to take each other in the coordinator runs up and is like uh excuse me where are your cookies? Sarah was supposed <laughs> to bring the cookies. And the groom is like, uh, I don't know. Like, And he's like. He's like, text Emily about it or something like yeah, that. It was just, so bad. And we're standing. Like, I wish there was a, a camera crew filming us. Because we're just we standing there shock. like. Like, are you serious? This is happening right I now? I think you, like, because you're obviously filming it. So we have the audio of this happening. And we're like, can we put this on our podcast? Like, we might do that. <laughs> but literally in the background, I think you say, like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> it was so <laughs> bad. Yeah. So she just completely interrupts. Like, she's obviously super focused on doing her job and finding these desserts. But what she didn't realize is she's, like, ruining this moment from the couple's day and I think they were chill enough to where it like wasn't as big of a deal but us we were like so mad because that moment is like just cut off at a specific time and like uh, it's just really just makes us mad (laughs) really grinds my gears really grinds my gears (laughs) well that's like also just like I don't know like you wanted to save that like sacred moment for the couple like obviously that was like for them like it's not even about like you you're not like wow you ruined my shot it's not oh, even yeah, about yeah. you at that we'll make point it work. it's about like the couple like not being able to like now like stay in that moment i guess which is you know being which is like client one of the focused moments yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, man that's a bummer 
The other one yeah. that really like makes me mad too was another coordinator. It was like the end of the day. They're about to do their grand exit. Like everyone's lined up outside. Daniel's like ready in the middle of the aisle for them to, you know, run down through the bubbles or whatever. And I'm like about to coach them through like, hey, enjoy this. You know, it's the last moment of your wedding day. You know, blah, blah, blah. You guys get it. And this coordinator walks up and interrupts me, pulls her phone out and starts recording. Them. I was like, hey, can you guys give me a quick review? Like right before the grand exit. And meanwhile, during their portraits, this couple was like just shitting on this coordinator. Like they absolutely hated her. They thought she did terrible. And she's like forcing them to give her a review. And what they're not going to be like, you sucked. Bye. Like when yeah. she's filming them. I was like, are you kidding me? That's not a good way to get a review. That's so cheap. I was so mad. Yeah. So the groom just kind of like kind of fluffed it like oh we had such a great day like you know we're gonna leave now something something coordination did awesome and like yeah we had to walk away from that because we were just like this is ridiculous it was bad and i was like i don't am i allowed to like stop her from recording them and be like this is not the time but then i look bad and she has it on video (laughs) (laughs) that's so rough i feel like most of my like experiences that stand out there haven't been a ton but are usually well the two main ones that stand out are about the groom um like two separate <laughs> grooms that were just so awful um oh, no. yeah just like so rude one of them just hated having his picture taken and the whole, pretty much the whole day like anything I told them to do it was almost like he didn't know like what was normal like Hmm. procedure at a wedding of like okay like I'm gonna pull you for the first look we're gonna do it over here and he's like why are we doing this like what are you talking about like I just want (laughs) to stay in my like thing and blah blah blah. and anything I said I just got pushed back on and I was like if I don't do these things like I'm gonna get shit for not doing my job so like I have to like and the same thing had happened at the engagement session and just like everything I was like, okay, we're going to go over here. And like your wife really wants pictures in front of these mountains. And he was like rolling his eyes, was like, are we done yet? And then he like, uh, I was like, I promise it'll be like five minutes, but she like specifically requested this. And I was like, and then after this, like, you never have to see me again. And he looks back and he's like, I hope that's true. And I was like, oh, oh my God. Oh my like, God, the drama. And I've, it was so bad. There were like so many other incidences on top of that. But this was so long ago that now I'm like forgetting them. But I feel like I was I at that say, wedding with you, Don. You weren't because I remember something else that happened at this wedding. I was going to say, I don't want to say too many specific details. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um. Uh, something else that happened at that wedding was my second shooter dropped the ring down those like slits through the nope deck. not me wasn't me oh, yeah. no, no. <laughs> um, so she's like shooting detail photos and there was this like huge gust of wind that knocked it was like on top of the bouquet and the wind or the bouquet knocked over and oh. the ring just happened to fall like in between the wood slats in the deck and I was already like this couple hates me already like I can't if it was like a cool couple I'd be like okay I'm either gonna pay for a new ring or we're gonna like figure out a way to get under this deck because it was like closed off it was not just like a deck that you could walk underneath and I was like but I'm so afraid to tell them because I feel like I've already been so nice and they still are mean to me so like imagine (laughs) telling them something horrible they're gonna hate me even more um and so then luckily we found a maintenance guy who like literally took off boards of the deck and like crawled under (laughs) and found it but um yeah it was it was bad and I remember like something else the groom said was I was like okay so like all of the guests are gonna be like brought into the reception area and then you guys are going to do an entrance and he's like why are we doing that like why are we doing a first, like a first dance what is that blah 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 and I was like you're like older I don't understand like haven't you been to a wedding before yeah. like don't you know what happens and then he was like making fun of his wedding guest and being like they just look like they're herding cattle out there. They look so dumb sitting out there, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you asked these people to be here. Like, <laughs> they are doing you a favor. I just do not understand why you were so grumpy That's about crazy. this. You should have wow. gone to a courthouse. Like, it was bad. Um, yeah, and the other one was just, like, these really drunk groomsmen that were just, like, so rude. And I would, like, direct them. And, and the groom was also that way. And I would direct them and tell them to do things. And, like, every direction I gave them, like, okay, like, put your hands right over left and, like, face me. And they would just, like, 
just give me pushback on every single thing and like make fun every direction I gave them and like just make me feel so stupid for like suggesting something and I'm like I don't know and then anytime I ask the groom to like I'm like okay kiss her temple and he's like is that the only pose we're gonna do it feels like you've asked me to do that so many times and then he just started like licking her face and stuff and I'm like this isn't funny like all of your we're so pressed for time you guys were an hour late to the ceremony like the sun is gone and I was just so stressed and it was bad but I'm like I don't understand like you guys are paying me to do this and you're like hating on me for just doing my job but yeah anyways just don't grooms, we love weddings? I know. <laughs> right. They're the best. That's why I don't do them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, That's it's tough wild. to like like I don't know. We always like share those stories and then like I think the constructive thing to do is like how do we make it better? You know, like yeah, how do you right. maybe set expectations for the groom or for the guys? Like obviously I think getting to know the couple is very important so that they're comfortable around you. But even, like, for coordinators, like, just jumping into different moments or, like, other things. Like, how do we make the industry better? Like, because I feel like it's moved away from, like, it being about the couple and it's more about, like... Your portfolio. The portfolio or, like, the decor or, you know, all the stuff that it's important and, like, it's an industry. It makes, generates a lot of money and stuff. But at the end of the day, it's like a wedding. It's it's an important day. So... Mm -hmm how do we like bring it back to that from like all of the vendor sides and then like set the expectations of like the couples to just realize like what is actually happening, you know? Yeah. Totally. It's tough. Um, on that note, what is something you wish all couples knew before hiring vendors? Like what is something they should hmm. look for or look out for um, or like maybe – be sure that you get to know your vendors and like really vet them before you hire them. Mm-hmm. Like, do you have any advice for couples that are booking? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You can take this one. Yeah. I think, I mean, for like specifically photo or video, I think it's important to ask for like a full film or a full gallery. Um, I think that's kind of common knowledge, hopefully, but for us, like, I mean, you'd be shocked when people don't ask us for full gallery. Yeah, no, that's true. I guess. But yeah, it's like obviously easy to look at someone's Instagram and think, oh, they're like every single photo will look like this. And no, maybe they just paid to go to a workshop and an educator told them to like shoot (laughs) this direction with this setting. And it's like, oh, cool. Now I'm a professional. Like, true. You know, um, that's a whole different rant that I have. (laughs) Um, But like, I think it's important to look at reviews, but not just like website reviews, because obviously someone's going to put, their best reviews on their website so for us we've found like I don't know do some like Instagram stalking and find out like a past couple that's worked with them and message them I don't know if that's like okay or not if you haven't gotten like a direct referral I think for a vendor I don't think it's weird to like ask other brides because obviously they're tagging the brides in their photos or their videos we've had a couple couples do that yeah and I thought that was genius I was like yeah like if you directly reach out to a bride and groom they're probably going to give you a pretty decent review like oh we love them like but this was weird or hands down best decision we made whatever they want to say yeah rather than like a curated list of reviews on your website I think that's I mean that's interesting it took us a while to put that on our website was reviews because we were like obviously we're only gonna put good reviews on here right which is of course but hopefully at the end of the day that like you're only getting those good reviews and the bad ones that you get is like a conversation of constructive criticism between like of Mm -hmm. course there are trolls that will post that everywhere (laughs) of like how awful Mm -hmm. you are or whatever and that's really unfortunate of just like wishing that you could you know be better but I also feel like this has everything to do with client experience and like what experience you're giving because at the end of the day I've heard two different stories one where people are like we loved our photos they were beautiful and amazing but I would never recommend them to anyone I've heard that a yeah. lot. like experiences yeah, like, in- were there to get the shot and like didn't actually care yeah. about us and like so you know didn't spend time with us or anything yeah like that. there's that yeah. aspect which is unfortunate because yeah you're gonna go stalk that client and ask them hey how was it working with them and they're gonna be like yeah obviously we love our photos but honestly wasn't that great so that's the mm-hmm. another problem but then also there's the others where like they could 
I don't know, like it could be, you could have just like mediocre photos where like anybody else could have taken those photos, but like they will rave about you for forever because it is so much more than just your photos that you're giving people and that they're paying for and like what you're trying to like bring to the table that like, I, I think too of like reading your couples well ahead of time is like, yeah, doing the work, putting the work in ahead of time of like how to get to know them, how to like know what they want and what they want their vision to be and their like mm-hmm. how they want their day to feel, where they want to spend the most time on their wedding day instead of just making it about you, of course. Um, but I've just yeah. noticed that, that like that's really interesting. Um, maybe even because the question was like, what's the thing you wish couples knew to do beforehand? And I'm like, I think also like getting a call, like a face to face time on a zoom call or a phone call, something to be able to like, yes, get real raw reviews from people that have worked with you, but also to like, I don't know, put you in the interview seat where they can like have a list of questions that aren't from like the not wedding. (laughs) Like I feel like that is so unnecessary, but like real true, like what inspires you as an artist? How do you shoot? Like, how does the experience with you look like, what does that look like? Like, what do you, I don't know, just more than just like, basic stuff but to like get to know a person so that you can start forming that relationship where you're going to bring to the table like or you're going to let your vendors know this is what I view my day for I think we I think a lot of brides feel like they can't do that or they're like they're not educated in that of like this is actually what I see my day as and not in the like do this and here's a shot list and I mean that happens too unfortunately but like you know it's more of like this is what I want but I trust your creative freedom but like how can we work together in making Mm -hmm. that a thing and I think that's really beautiful and really valuable and like that's where like the best art comes together is like sharing that so getting on a call with someone and like actually having FaceTime and like all that instead of just like checking boxes of like okay hired Mm -hmm. photographer check and I'm like no do you even like yeah it's so much more than that and it's such a deeper relationship when we're with them more than anybody on the wedding day like not even just not even just to like ask certain questions but also to just make sure your personalities mesh because you can ask all those questions like over email or whatever but if you it's like going on a first date with someone you're like okay well Mm -hmm. we have completely opposite personalities or they're like really intense and I know they're gonna stress me out on my wedding day so like maybe that's okay for my caterer because I'm not with them all day but like for my photographer who's gonna be like literally by my side from the beginning to the end of the day I want someone who's gonna like take away stress and make me feel calm or like pump me up or whatever or like has all the answers and like is confident and like maybe is assertive so that they can like boss my huge family around during family (laughs) photos or whatever because I think a lot of those things you just have no idea about or and brides don't really think about that necessarily but I think just they'll have a certain feeling when they are on a call with you of like okay, this feels like it meshes well and it feels like they Mm -hmm. answer my questions before I have them. So like that puts me at ease. So I think that's a huge reason for just like spending some extra time getting to know at least those vendors that are going to be like really involved more than just like at the wedding setting up like, you know, the cake or whatever. We always say to our couples when we meet with them, like via FaceTime, we're always like, just so you guys know, like we're going to be with you guys longer than you're going to be with your spouse on your wedding day. Like we're there from when you get ready to sometimes the end of the day, sometimes a little before them, but you have to make sure you really like us and really mesh well, because if you don't, your whole wedding day is going to be, you're going to think it's shitty just because you don't like us. And that's not something we want. And I feel like that usually helps people a lot because they're like, oh yeah, you're right. I never thought of it that way. And Mm -hmm. we like always start our meetings with that. Yeah. And there's like, there's a photographer for everyone. Like Mm -hmm. you don't have to be everyone's best friend and that's fine. And I think as you kind of get further into your career in the wedding industry, you learn that like, it's okay to say, sorry, we're not a good fit. Here's some other people. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I think like, especially for photo and video, you need to make them feel comfortable because you're taking a photo of them. So if they're like, if you're creepy and they don't like being around you, they're going to look creeped out in their photos. And that's not good, obviously. Yeah, it's huge. There's so much that goes into it. I feel like we I literally could have like a whole nother episode on oh, just yeah. vendor relationships and client experience and reviews and all that Definitely, stuff. But yep. that's good. Taking a quick ad break to talk about a new company we are so excited to introduce you guys to. Introducing Second Society. If you're looking for a second shooter and you're tired of clicking through Instagram profiles to find the right fit, Second Society is going to make your life a whole lot easier. 
Second Society is a platform for videographers and photographers filled with creatives all across the United States so that you can find a quality first or second shooter for your wedding in no time. When you create your profile, you can list yourself as a second or a lead shooter looking for work or list yourself as the company searching for your perfect fit. No more messaging handfuls of people. With Second Society, you can filter your search by availability, location, the gear they shoot with, hourly pay, and so much more. This resource is insane, and I wish it was available like for the past millions of years. <laughs> when you found potential shooters, you can then review their work directly through the website and easily send one bulk message. The process of finding lead and second shooters for weddings has never been easier. The best part? You can join for 15% off using code TIFU15. Visit secondsociety.io and use code TIFU15 to save 15% off and find the photographer or videographer you've been looking for. Okay, well, we've been talking about some shocking parts of working weddings, but let's even it out a little bit and maybe share a memorable wedding that you've shot or like, and why it made it so memorable. Because weddings are great. We love weddings. <laughs> no, I think we were trying to think of like, what is... A memorable wedding we've shot and i would say there that, are none honestly oh I'm my just god Could you imagine? <laughs> no one's All gonna want to i know oh. right these guys are mean no i would say recently we've had two weddings in particular that have had like the groom saying to the bride during not during the first dance it was right after right i don't know it doesn't matter timelines but they like he didn't write a song but he specifically like just sang to her in front of everyone and it was like so special like he's a professional singer so mm -hmm. it was super cool to like actually hear him live and whatever everyone was like crying it was so cool yeah and then the other one was the brother wrote the first dance song so he like sang it for them and it just made the wedding day so much like more special instead of you know just dancing to ed sheeran or something right yeah it, it's i think they like brought themselves into their wedding day yeah which is like not as common as you would think i i think people like they get their their booklet from the knot from you know my future mother-in-law and they think oh i've <laughs> got to check all these boxes and i can't go outside of this like i must do a bouquet toss i must do a garter toss even though though those are weird <laughs> i don't know why we're still doing those um but yeah, like they they nixed a lot of the traditional stuff. They yeah. they did their own like choreographed first dance because the bride was a professional dancer, and like it was just so cool to see them like be themselves in front of everyone. Yeah, and I think that's like what it should be about, and that's why like we always recommend people write their own personal vows if they're doing like a traditional wedding, mm -hmm. um, because you're just like letting like that's should be the point of the wedding is to invite people into your story mm -hmm. and just be yourselves and hopefully you're comfortable enough with being yourself the people around. you invited yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. and then for us as like people documenting it it just makes our job so much easier because we're just there to capture it as it is like the raw moments instead of just yeah. like the cookie cutter wedding days mm -hmm. and then I think the other thing is like the moments where we like usually like portraits during sunset, whatever, we always like to just let them be. And, you know, we get all the photos we need to, but like a couple weeks ago, there was just the most insane sunset. And yeah, we were a little bit late to reception, but we just let the couple like watch it, you know, like let's let it go past the horizon. We'll just, you know, give them some space, get some shots obviously as well. <laughs> um, but like they turned around and they just looked so refreshed. And that was like, like the only time they got to breathe during their wedding day. Yeah. And family photos were just a nightmare. Like so many people, <laughs> no one was listening. Always. You could tell yeah. they were stressed. We have a full episode on family photos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but they, yeah, when they turned around after watching the sunset, they were like, thanks for that. Like that was amazing. And that just made us feel so good. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter, you know, whether we get the perfect shot of that moment or not, that was their moment. And yeah. that's what it should be about. Yeah. I love that. I, and I always try to give couples like, I'm like, okay, take 10 minutes or whatever you need to, to just like go have a drink together or like, you know, just spend time just the two of you because it's about to get crazy and like we're mm -hmm. going to have like back to back to back things. And so I think that's so special to be able to let them have that moment. Um, and one of the memorable things that stands out from one of my weddings, I feel like I'm thought of this because you guys would appreciate it um I went to school for photography and so I I also like considered going to school for film and had friends in the film program um and one of the guys that was in the film program like 
eight years later hired me for his wedding and he's still like a filmmaker and um he did like a surprise video of their relationship of like all these little clips and stuff put to music and like that always makes me cry just like to music like and they had this huge like um outdoor screen that was just like propped up and with a projector and everyone was just like bundled up with blankets sitting on the grass watching this big movie on this field and it was so cool and I just love when people are able to like bring their own creativity or just like own personal touches and kind of like do away with I feel like people are starting to do away with a lot of the traditions um Mm -hmm. which is always nice for timeline as well I'm like oh it just goes like (laughs) to reception and then that's it we just like dance and eat the rest of the time cool I don't have to schedule (laughs) like all these little (laughs) events um so yeah I I love that a lot um Emily, were you going to say MMO? Yeah, I just I just was going to say, like, I think it has so much to do with, like, educating our clients, too. Like, or but not even, like, other photographers or other vendors, but, like, actually brides and grooms getting married. That, like, you can do things the way you want. Like, you do not have mm-hmm. to do all those things that are in there. And, like, really, like, giving them that permission slip, which you would feel, like, wouldn't even be needed. Like, it should just be obvious that you get yeah, to make yeah. it however you want. But I, I've, I've seen so much value in that lately that it's like this is your day that should be fully true and a representation of who you are and your relationship and what that looks like and it shouldn't be this like yeah like you said this cookie cutter experience that you just like check boxes it should be so much more than that for you to like have those moments sprinkled in the day or like I don't know just thinking about um I heard a story once about a a vendor that uh, or a a friend of mine got married and her videographer like kind of made it all about it's always the freaking videographers you (laughs) just kidding now just kidding no I love I really actually that's a whole nother thing I have a a topic on okay anyway back to the story or I'll get (laughs) sidetracked but um anyway the videographer was just really making it about them like Mm -hmm. really just kind of like taking like we want this shot we're gonna do this can we pull you guys for this and all that stuff and they had told them ahead of time that they really wanted time with just like their people at cocktail hour like that meant a lot to them so I feel like that that's something that really was sad that they like were taken away from their cocktail the whole time because they wanted this certain shot for like whatever and I think to myself I'm like I feel like maybe that was I don't know if it was necessarily like selfish on the videographer's part. Cause I'm like, maybe they mm-hmm. thought that their video was the most important thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, maybe they yeah. felt this pressure of like, okay, we got to get all these shots and do all this. But I also am like, but were you also listening to the couple when they said that they want to get to cocktail hour? Because that was such an yeah. unfortunate thing for them that they, um, my friends were like, that's an, like, we, we liked our video, but we're not gonna like, we're not gonna, um, like ha- refer you to anybody you know right. like yeah. we're not yeah. gonna just be I don't know we're just not gonna share because like that was it was about like the experience again that is everything mm-hmm. it's everything 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 so yeah that was mm-hmm. my little my little two cents of like just <laughs> what what that what that could look like to make such a great experience is when you're listening to the, like the finite details of like what this couple wants for their day what Definitely. they really want um, emphasized or like little small details and like asking that up front. Like, are there any small details that like mm-hmm. re- mean a lot to you? Cause it's like, people aren't just all, I mean, sometimes they are, but for the most part, every little thing about their wedding means something, or they picked it for right. a reason yeah. or they like these earrings were from my grandma. Like that's not always yeah. the case, mm-hmm. but like th- there's, there's sentiment in everything of a wedding. So like really starting to ask more questions and be more like, um, I guess involved in that, that it's so much more than just like, I know how to work a camera. I'm showing up. I'll document it. It's like actually getting to the meaning behind it. Yeah. Definitely. No, yeah. I, th- I think that's so important. And like having that like meeting, that final meeting before the wedding day where you talk through every detail mm-hmm. instead of just being like, like, tell me about your day, like ask specific questions. Like, is there any specific items? Like what, what decor are you excited about? Or what, is your dog on your cocktail hour napkin? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> all the little details. Yes, yes, like, they are. It better be. <laughs> it better be yeah. <laughs> but like, obviously, we'll we will shoot all the details, or hopefully, you do. But mm-hmm. like, knowing the reason why, like, if if the bride hand painted all of the welcome signs, yeah, then maybe that should make it into the wedding film, even though like welcome signs may sometimes right. they don't make the cut. Yeah, exactly. Um, but if like the bride just like did all of that or like yeah there's they want to go to cocktail hour then 
have less portraits in the wedding film. Like that's okay. You yeah. can still yeah. make a really cool film without all the sunset photos, slow-mo walking in the beach. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be the best video to them because that's what they yeah. wanted was to be with right. their people. Like that video is already going to mean so much more to them instead of watching mm-hmm. one where there's a ton of beach shots of whatever, like you're saying, instead of like them yeah. with their people or fun things that were happening w- at cocktail hour. Like yeah. that's where we have to like shift that mindset of like what's good for us and what makes it stereotypical good photo or video. And like right. what yeah. is going to be, what's going to blow their mind because of what they wanted. And it's just so, crazy how like it is it's a skill and like a muscle we have to train to like shift that perspective and that's okay like it really is I think it's so easy to like I mean at the end of the day I could show up to a wedding and like like a robot like I could literally do Mm -hmm. with my eyes closed I think I know how to do it so well you know like just like how the day goes but like I want to get out like I never want to be that again I just want to like I want to experience it through their eyes and like how, how they want their day to go. And it just makes my job so much more fun when I can just be involved and immersed in their story instead of how boring shooting literally the same thing every weekend. If that's like, Mm -hmm. you're not immersing yourself into what they want it to be about, you know? Exactly. Totally. I don't even know what the question was at that point. That was just a retweet. (laughs) That was great. It just went off. Um, Yeah. I think (laughs) one of like, one of our favorite questions to ask, like before, like our final meeting is, Simply, like, what are you most looking forward to when you think about your wedding day? Like, what's most important Just to you? Just open-ended. It could be, like, sometimes the groom's like, oh, the drinks or, oh, the food. And that's awesome. Let's make sure we include some shots of the food in the wedding film. Yeah. Or <laughs> they may say, like, the portraits. I'm so stoked to get all the sick photos. Yeah. Um, and that's great. Let's spend maybe a little more time on that. Or the most common answer I feel like is people saying like just seeing everyone together, mm-hmm. especially post COVID. It's like, it's the first time everyone's getting together. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you better get as many people, like as many shots of guests as possible, because that's like what the day means to them. So yeah, it's, so everybody it's line like, up, you get a portrait as you walk. <laughs> <into the line. laughs> just kidding. Right. Free LinkedIn bad. photos. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, oh, that would actually man. be amazing. If I could right. do that, like hire a third shooter and have that in their wedding gallery where they just have a portrait of everyone from their wedding. <laughs> Don't steal my ideas, everyone. Just kidding. That's that. so hilarious. Oh my god. That would gosh. be so funny. Oh my gosh, I love it. But yeah, there's no time for that outside of hiring extra help. No. True. Um, not at all. True. No, but yeah, just like I I just love that. I think that that like the I'm realizing the question was what are memorable wedding days that we've experienced? Sure, yeah. and, and I think that's it. The memor- the days that are most memorable to me are the ones that are true to them that like yeah. are yeah. unique and different because they're like so because I've gotten to know them. I've immersed mm-hmm. myself in their story and who they are and then got to be a part of that. And it just it means so much more. Like knowing the little details. I've had um I've had a wedding that like for me what comes to mind are um this well there's two. One is this uh, groom was wearing, was really close with his grandpa and his grandpa had passed away recently. And um, his grandma was there and he was close to her as well, but his, it was his dad's dad. So his dad had the pocket watch that was his grandpa's that his, you know, that the groom, this is getting a little crazy. <laughs> that the groom's grandpa, the, the grandpa gave it to his son. So the you groom's dad. I a family tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Basically, the groom's dad. Emily has a whiteboard right now. <laughs> I quit. Okay. I can't see you, Emily. <laughs> I don't have a whiteboard. Okay. The groom's dad gave him the pocket watch in the morning of the wedding. And it was really That's sweet adorable. because the, the, um, groom was close to his grandpa and that it's also a big sentiment of like hey my dad gave me this that his dad gave him and that like means a lot and so Mm -hmm. that was really emotional and like I knew that his grandpa meant a lot to him going into it he had mentioned it so the fact that like I got that detail of like that exchange between dad and groom was amazing and then the ceremony um grandma for one they had a well they had a portrait of grandpa like his like a real portrait in a frame sitting on the chair next to her and that was like so beautiful um at one point during the ceremony she like had her um like arm around it and was just like looking at him like with like a tear coming down and I, oh. I got that moment because I was remembering that hey this is an important guest even yeah. though mm-hmm. he's not here this is an important part of the ceremony that they wish was here and I like saw I was just like checking in on grandma and I saw that moment and it's just like one of their favorite photos of their whole gallery and that's not even they're yeah. not even in it and they told yeah, me right. that's like one of their favorites and then the other one was 
when they were doing family photos, it was grandma's turn and he got to show her the pocket watch and she just like lost it and like gave it a kiss oh. and I got her like oh. kissing it. And I just like, I freaking can't. Like I was just like, everyone's <laughs> crying. And right? these are like some of their favorite, the bride and groom's favorite photos. And that meant the most to them. And I was like, wow, wow, wow. Like obviously, like, yes, that makes sense that it means the most to them. But like you guys aren't, I mean, he's in one of them, but I'm like, this isn't even about like the wedding. It's just like, there's so much more to these photos. And you yeah. can't stage that. Like, you can't be no. like, okay, now I want a photo of grandma kissing. Like, no. Like, grandma, that's, cute that's... tears. Like, <laughs> cute, ready, go. I have a spray bottle with me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I know. It's wild. It's so wild. And honestly. Yeah, like, those aren't, those aren't ones that you put on a checklist. It's just you yeah. have to be present looking yeah. out for those moments. Yeah. 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 And listening. Listening to what's important to them. Mm-hmm. Because to me, right. he said, my grandpa's not with us. And that's really, really hard for me. Another exactly. another of my brides, her dad passed away, and they, like, did this whole, like, tribute to him throughout. I even asked, like, I – this was the second story that I was going to share. Her dad had passed away. That was really hard for her. Um, they, too, had a little frame uh, and a baseball because he loved baseball sitting on the chair where he was supposed to be. His um, – her brother gifted her um, a, a tissue, like, to dab your eyes with but it had an inscription in the dad's handwriting from a card that he had written her mm. and it was just Aww. like you're so beautiful something like that that was like a gift that he gave her on their wedding day like from their dad basically um and then I even went a step further and asked during family portraits like hey do you want to hold this photo and like can I get a picture of you and your dad and she just started weeping she was like oh, I would <laughs> and love you're like well that. sorry I was like crap 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 <laughs> never mind no <laughs> No, it was a good thing. She was like, that means so much to me. Like, so much to me. Thank you for asking. Like, because that wasn't on the shot list. That was not on the shot list. But to me, I'm like, do you want to just hold this photo of your dad? Like, I would, I think that's, and she just loved it and was like obsessed and just sobbing. Like, little things where I, you can just like be present and like make things that they care a lot about. Like mm-hmm. care a lot to you, I guess, and then just, like, be like be a human, out. not a robot. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Perfect. Retweet. Moving on. That was it. Um, anyway, yeah, love all that. So, okay, most of our listeners are creative entrepreneurs, and most are involved in the wedding industry in some sort of capacity. So, to wrap things up, what is a top tip that you would give them for showing up and executing their job well on their wedding day? If we haven't already said it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we kind of covered that. Like just like we always have to remind ourselves, especially on days where we're tired or like exhausted, like it's our, you know, doubleheader wedding weekend. Just like remember that this is a day so this person has been dreaming about since they were kids. Mm-hmm. And you need to at least pretend to be as excited as they are, even if you're may, you may not be feeling it that day. Um, but just, yeah, show a little enthusiasm, like show up ready to party with them and like, they'll reciprocate that and they'll thank you for that because you're creating moments for them or creating space for them to have those moments, um, and allowing them to like, just be present. And so like another like kind of practical one is like, don't show your stress to the couple on the wedding day, whether or not it's like you're so stressed because like you're we're behind on the timeline or something it's like don't stress them out because that's all they're going to remember is you stressing them out all day like take the stress from everybody and that's why daniel and i love working together because i can be like oh my god this is freaking me out whatever or something or he can do that to me and it's like okay turn around the couple doesn't see anything talk to the coordinator talk to someone else like making sure that's like the most important thing is that they just get to enjoy the day and not worry about where the hell their cookies are, you know? Yeah. yeah full circle. <laughs> Dead of the cookies. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And then start a podcast so you can vent about everything. Right. Yeah. 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 Great, 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 <laughs> that's great. That's super helpful. Well, it's funny because when you said that, it reminded me of my own proposal. As Jeff was proposing to me, we, it was on a rooftop and a photographer like came out and was photographing it and the security guard was walking up to us because we technically, I guess, weren't allowed to be up there. There was no signs that said mm. that. It was just a parking garage at the time. Now it's like you can't go up there because I think a lot of photographers were. But he's literally like, Jeff's on a knee, like speaking to me. And he's like, you guys got a rob. Like obviously sees what's going on. And yeah. my oh photographer my was like, "Um, can you give us like literally a few seconds? Like, can you see what's <laughs> happening right now? Like just we're a busy. second. We're yeah, we're just, just like right one second. And we didn't, we didn't have any props. We didn't have any decoration. It was literally yeah. us standing there. So it's oh not gosh. even like this 
ordeal, but he just like interrupted the middle of it, which kind of ruined a few things for me. Like it yeah. didn't because like I hit the jackpot and it was the best ever and I kind of blacked out anyway. <laughs> but I do remember, I do remember that, you know, like yeah. that like little like interference of like, oh, I have to pay attention to this. I'm out of the moment now, you know? Yeah. Right. So yeah. Anyway, oh cookies, my gosh. security we've guards, had, whatever. We've had a, a photographer like literally walk the bride to like the first touch with the groom oh. because she wanted the bride like perfectly there when it's like she can literally walk to a corner and put her hand around a corner by herself. She's not six years old. Oh, Just no. let this moment happen. So like for video, there's no shot of her walking up to this moment you know it's just oh there's the moment so like things like that and that couple actually now like hired us for their family photos after <laughs> yeah. the fact so it's like they wow. hated her so much on the wedding day that they don't even want her to take their photos anymore and that's like that's... one of the best compliments we can get actually <laughs> is when a couple hires us know. for photo when we just did video on their wedding day we're like hot sucks to suck <laughs> oh my gosh yeah great great no, but it's that a good is business I mean, model, honestly. My my business model is to just stand in front of the camera in the aisle of the videographer. <laughs> oh, I course, just like to yeah. stand right in front of it. I think it's the best, and I think that my couples really appreciate it when they see how hard I'm working because the camera's only on me working. Dude, so it's I, a good promo. If people, if people follow us, they they have seen it. But we had like a very high end, well known photographer stand while the groom was saying his vows to the bride. Stand right next to the groom and shoot the audience the entire the entirety time. of the groom's vows yeah but was like covering and the groom like no he, he, he was behind standing? but he's like oh. in my camera shot of the groom's face saying the vows and also was distracting also, the entire crowd yeah he was also the in, best man you guys didn't know that oh <laughs> you're right yeah no, i don't understand he was in the that's right on spot me. yeah that's your fault we're wrong uh, but <laughs> you get facts yeah. straight on your podcast <laughs> right yeah, yeah it's a lot. Suck. I I feel, oh. <laughs> I feel like it really is about it's the simplest things from from us getting to know them and really putting our time mm -hmm. and energy and focus into our couples and then like also the like vendor relationship side is a whole nother podcast episode of yeah, like totally. how like what an asset it is to work with your vendors and like the best way to make your couples day the best like just so many levels mm -hmm. and layers to it but yeah yeah wow for another this time we'll have you on our podcast. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. I'm so scared to go on your podcast, honestly. Um, amazing. You guys have been so insightful and just so fun. And I'm so thankful that you finally just, like, were able to come and be a guest on our podcast. We've been talking about it Yay. for so long. So tell our listeners where they can find your socials, your podcast, anything else you want them to know, your address, social security, whatever. Oh, everything. We'll, we'll give it all. Well, our Instagram is vibecreative, V-I-B-Y. C-R-E-A-T-I-V-E. <laughs> we oh, get thank you so for many random out. people spelling our names wrong. I know. There's a, there's a Vibe Creative, B-E-Y, on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Don't look them up. They're they're uh, I don't know where they are. Anyways, not going to shit on other people. <laughs> Anyways, that's our Instagram. Our, our podcast is also linked in there, too. We don't yeah. have a separate Instagram for that. But our podcast is... Unveiled with Vibe. It's everywhere. Spotify. It's Apple, everywhere. Wherever okay. people listen to podcasts. Yes. <laughs> it's everywhere <laughs> that's amazing i love it well amazing we'll be sure to list all that in the show notes as well so you guys can give them a follow but we end our episodes with rapid fire questions are you guys Ooh. down to play <laughs> let's do it okay and because there's two of you but like you said you're one so maybe like popcorn <laughs> each question whatever okay. if you both want to we'll answer answers at the same time <laughs> if no. the answer is different great let's hear it all Cool. Okay. It. Number one, what is a podcast you are currently listening to and loving? Ooh, obviously this one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. T I F U Obvi. <laughs> is there uh, any other podcast that you're listening? Right. <laughs> right. I would. Uh, you say I love the Daily. It's a New York Times like daily news podcast. Yes. But that's Because I'm a nerd and love like that. listening to the news. <laughs> What's the 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 one we listen to on long drives? The like. You have, you have permission that's that's oh. what it's called oh. um yeah that's permission. like a very nerdy like theology podcast again i love it i'm very nerdy <laughs> we call daniel and that's not true the we i call daniel <laughs> manual daniel because he actually enjoys reading manuals of things so he when he says he's nerdy he really is Literally. but also just like the go-to friend like oh i can skip all of this let me just text Daniel <laughs> real quick that's how i live my life that's it's great cool. yeah you married up Okay, that's a really great okay. skill. Okay. <laughs> it's a great skill to have. 
<laughs> These rapid fire questions are very rapid. <laughs> okay, next, next, next. Number two, what is the last show you binged? The Boys. The Boys, yeah. We're watching Ooh, The Boys right we're now. We're in That's the middle of season one. three right now. Yeah. Aren't you guys watching Survivor? Yeah, yeah we're not binging it, We're not binging, it, binging it. It's every week. It's simmering. But weren't you watching? Wait, 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 wait. Weren't you watching it from like uh, season one? I mean, Daniel. Daniel's always been a big fan, so he's like brought me into the Survivor fan crew. So True. we binged it at the beginning of our relationship just to like catch me up, like the important uh, seasons. seasons. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. So you don't okay. know everything about us, Emily. I don't. I'm learning so much. <laughs> Number three. What is a book you are currently reading? <laughs> We don't oh. read. <laughs> Daniel is reading a manual of some I, sort. Right. Actually, I read uh, We Got a New Fridge and I was reading the manual in bed. No, together no, today. no, no. It's true. This is what I live with. Oh. oh my gosh. You need to start documenting this every time you get a new manual and you see him reading it. I, I should. It, this is a really good like highlight for your Instagram. <laughs> I have, we have the U line catalog in our bathroom. No. <laughs> it's a great yes. tool. Yes. now. <laughs> <laughs> he won't oh, get rid of them i love it amazing amazing okay number four what is something that brings you joy right now in this season our dog parker buddy yes he's the parker. best every he season best. he brings us joy all the seasons and like pumpkin spice lattes right oh hands down true <laughs> it is tis the season <laughs> tis the season for pumpkin spice latte with my dog <laughs> uh okay if you had to eat one food for the rest of your life what would it be uh, right. mexican oh i was gonna say tacos oh. but that's for sure specifically tacos like we knew yeah. that specifically yeah. yeah fair no one can eat tacos like the two of you no that's one can true. make tacos like us oh shoot. that's true oh, no, i've had your tacos they're pretty good Probably. Yeah. I could think of a few as well, but also yours are good. <laughs> <laughs> I've had I just got back from Mexico, actually, and tacos were pretty on point. So I'm going <laughs> to. Fair, fair. Yeah. Okay. What is one of the biggest lessons you've learned in your business so far? Ooh, know your strengths, yeah. I would say. Mm -hmm. Like, if you suck at something, outsource or learn how to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, and then really hire an accountant because <laughs> they'll save you more money than they charge you. True. Yes. Oh, retweet. That's going to be like the main thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I agree the name with of the episode, of actually. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about it for like, five seconds. When are they going to get to that taxes stuff? <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Um, where's the next place on your list you want to travel to? Oh, mm. gosh. This is hard. That's very tough. We've been talking about going to Europe together because we've yeah. been separately. That's our answer. Okay. Europe. We'll keep it broad. In yeah, Europe. the entire continent of Europe. I mean, okay, we so we want to go to Europe. And I was like, Italy? <laughs> yeah, you definitely want to go there. Amazing. Okay. <laughs> what is one thing you're afraid of? It could be superficial or super deep. Hmm. Oh, God. I thought you were going to scare me with something there. Ah. Um, <laughs> his hand just started creeping over. I would say spiders for me. I cannot do spiders yes. at all. Correct. No matter what size, where no, they are. They're all huge. They're all huge. I don't care. Massive. Yes. Yeah. And Daniel, what, what's Bo Burnham's thing? Everyone's a feminist until there's a spider <laughs> oh, yeah. around. It's true. <laughs> it's I'm like, Daniel, you're a man. Kill it. Kill it. Uh, <laughs> my, okay, not a quick answer, but I my fear is that I'm like <laughs> mentally <laughs> unstable or like I have a mental disability, but I'm not aware of it. And everyone's friends with me just for like the social <laughs> points. <laughs> That is so bad. What? <laughs> I mean, it's very I, specific. Like, what I if I... so many questions. I don't know. Please have Down elaborate. syndrome and I'm not aware. And what? everyone is just nice to me because, like, they want to make themselves look better. Wait, so you Lack think of self-awareness is... is my fear. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah, let's bring that around. I have way too many questions for that, and this is rapid. So I'm going to move on, and we're going to talk why we're going later. to therapy. Yeah, great, 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 great. Um, okay, what is your Enneagram number, if you know it? Ooh, I'm a seven. I'm a one. So we are complete opposites. That is yeah. also a great podcast. <laughs> Honestly. Of how that works. I love that. Okay, lastly, what is a five-year goal of yours? Hmm. Five-year business goal or personal, does it matter? Doesn't matter. Either or. Hmm. We would love to have, uh, for business, I guess, we'd love to have like a space 
like a, whether it's a wedding venue or like a workspace, like a collaborative kind of thing like or a rental studio. Well, we, we have like a mini rental studio, like we're on peer space already, but it's just our home, like our photography studio that we have downstairs, but we'd love to have like a separate bigger place so we can like deck out, do so many different cool things with it. So yeah. that's our five-year goal. And five more dogs. Probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, correct. Parker looks at me. I see him. He's like, what? <laughs> Don't let him do it. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, no, no. I already, I just started liking Ezra. I just oh, got no. Izzy out of this house. <laughs> <laughs> they watch Ezra for me when I'm gone. So they're good it's true. Well, thank you guys so much for just sharing your knowledge and your thoughts on the wedding industry and just for being the best. Aw, thanks for having thanks us. Thanks for having us. Of course. Start um, thinking of your bad stories and you can be on ours. Okay, great. Anyone else that has really <laughs> bad stories, I guess reach out to them. Yes. Yes, we want to get people on our podcast. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, well, you guys are the best. We will see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. Hey friends, don't forget you can shop all the resources we offer for photographers and business owners at 20% off. Use code take it from us on both donchars.com and emilymajors.com to save on courses, tools and all the resources you need to quickly and efficiently elevate your photography business. We'll be here cheering you on every step of the way.